Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am your confidence connoisseur, here to help you break diet dependence, end body shame, and learn to love being you inside and out. Join me as we demystify current health and wellness trends, understand what health really means, and find freedom from living life the way you think it should be. With that, let's go to the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about sleep, one of my absolute favorite things to do, and sometimes one of the hardest things to do and to do well. The best self-care technique that you can ever employ is by getting quality sleep. Sleep is more than just a number. It's more than just quantity, which I think a lot of times is touted in health and fitness industries. You know, just get eight hours of sleep. Just get eight hours of sleep. And, you know, I just don't know that that number is as beneficial as people think it is. I think that your quality of sleep and your own body's needs come first, and that should dictate the amount of sleep. And plus, The amount of sleep that you need each day varies depending on your activity level, depending on your stress, anxiety, where you are in your cycle. It all depends, right? So listening to your body and acting accordingly, huge. So a lot of people struggle with sleep and getting that good quality sleep. So I have 10 ways for you to improve your quality of sleep and thereby potentially affecting the quantity of sleep that you get. So we're going to go over these 10 together and we're going to start right here with a super dark room, like pitch black, like you're sleeping in a cave. Any light can increase your propensity to waking up throughout the night. So what you want to do is take a blackout tape or you can use duct tape or whatever darker tape that you have. And you're going to put that over any little lights that you have. And what that's going to do is it's going to help you not see those lights. And it's going to create a darker atmosphere in your room. And you're also going to want to use like a dark blackout curtains. Ones that are like actual blackout curtains. These ones are going to cost you a little bit more. But there's a lot out there on the market that actually don't really block much light. And those are usually the ones that you find on Amazon for like 20 bucks. So we're going to be looking for ones that are a little bit more expensive, but they actually work. So I'll put a link to all the products that I'm going to talk about in the show notes, which you can find on CaptivatinglyConfident.com and click on the links and you can check those out there. So that is the first one is that you want to make sure your room is black. The second thing you want to do is make sure that your room is cool temperature wise. So anywhere between 60 to 67 degrees Fahrenheit is kind of the range that you're looking for. The cooler temperatures are so important and you also want to have air that circulates. It's hard to sleep in a stagnant room. So I recommend using a fan or an AC unit to keep that air circulating and moving and keep it nice and cool. So that's number two. Number three, background noise. This has been a game changer for us. It is so incredibly hard to fall asleep and stay asleep in a quiet room. 
I mean, ever since we were in utero, there's always been background noise, ambient noise that helps us fall asleep because it kind of blocks out that silence, which can be deafening sometimes. And you can even use earplugs with the white noise because you'll still get a little bit of the residual noise in the back. So you can use an app on your phone, which I don't really recommend using a sleep app for this because you want to have your phone off and as far away from you as possible. Those electromagnetic frequency waves can really disrupt sleep as well. So I often have my phone in another room so that I don't have to have it near me. And that's usually when I get to sleep in in the morning. If I need it for an alarm clock, I always make sure it's on airplane mode and do not disturb so that that way I'm cutting some of those waves in half. So there are different kinds of white noise. So there's also like pink noise and brown noise. So you can experiment and find the level of noise that feels best. There's also a ton of really inexpensive white noise machines that can give you that background noise as well. So we have one in my son's room that plays different sounds like water or the ocean or a heartbeat, which is super creepy. (laughs) So he likes it on rain. So we have that rain noise going for him. He also has the fan going and it just creates a really beautiful sleeping environment. So number four is no electronics before bed. So this is tablets, computers, phones, TV, any screen, you're going to want to turn off an hour before bed. That's because the blue light that is emitted from these devices stimulates your brain and acts like sunshine. And that is not what we want. So one hour before bed. If you must have your screens, they actually sell these like orange glasses. You should see it. I'm actually making glasses on my face. These orange glasses that can actually help absorb some of that light and diffuse it so that you're not getting the full impact of the blue light from your screens. So again, I'll put a link to those in the show notes. The next one is do not take vitamin D or any kind of vitamin Bs before bed. When you do this, it acts like you are looking directly into the sun. It's a burst of energy on a cellular level that you just don't need. So don't take any vitamin D or Bs before bed. The only supplements that you want to take are the ones that we're going to talk about later uh, in just a minute. So the next one, number six, is use a weighted blanket. I was doing some research on this, and it's actually quite fascinating. Psychology Today has an article on it, and again, I'll link that for you. But it's so interesting that basically the weighted blanket acts like a hug or a caress that actually stimulates the release of neurotransmitters, and it affects the nervous system in ways that decrease anxiety and over-arousal. Because there's nothing worse than laying there trying to go to sleep when you can't. And so that weighted blanket suppresses the nervous system and it helps to actually calm you into sleep. It's crazy. One of my friends has a weighted blanket and she swears by it. And it's something that's on my Christmas list for sure. So they say to use a blanket that is just a bit more than 10% of your body weight and to use that. So amazing. So if you've tried that, I would love to hear your feedback on that. The Captivatingly Confident Facebook group would be a great place to join and to share your feedback and experience with those blankets. I'm super curious. 
All right, number seven, lavender. Lavender has been used for thousands of years as a natural sleep aid. It is calming, it's soothing, and it's so gentle. There are lots of different kinds of lavender products that you can use. I use essential oils with lavender in it, but I don't like straight lavender. The smell really bothers me. I don't like a strong floral scent. So what I do is I use it on my feet. So if you take some fractionated coconut oil, mix some of the lavender essential oils together, and then put that on the bottoms of your feet, oh my gosh, it's insane, but it actually works. It's crazy. And if you are super anti-lavender altogether, there are other blends out there. I know that Young Living does a blend. doTERRA does a blend that I really like and I use with Lewis, my son, and that's the Serenity blend. And it's a little less potent smelling than the lavender. And that I can put, I do a drop on my pillowcase sometimes, or I'll diffuse it in my room. And that also helps a lot. Lavender is great. So then that leads us to number eight, which is supplements. There are a ton of natural supplements out there. Some of these I've tried, some of them I haven't, but I thought we could go through them just one by one. I'm not going to go into the science of each one because that would take too long. What I'll do is I'll link the website that I found and used for my resource for this one. So the first one is the doTERRA Serenity Capsules. These I use and I love them. I use them when I have trouble sleeping and they work so well. No hangover the next morning. Love it. Love those. The next one is melatonin, which if you've ever used it, it smells terrible. Not as bad as valerian. Valerian smells like poop, but melatonin doesn't smell much better. Sometimes I've noticed when I take melatonin, I get sluggish the next day. I don't know if that's just me, but it's worth a try if you haven't tried any others. Melatonin, valerian, one that I use every single night is magnesium citrate with calcium. I love magnesium. I mean, the benefits of magnesium are amazing. It works really well to help calm your mind. It helps to relax smooth muscle tissues, which if you have any kind of like twitching or cramping, especially in your calves, this will work wonders for you. But you want to start slow with magnesium because if you take too much, it can definitely cause loose stools and that is no fun. So make sure you start small. Start with like 250 milligrams, work your way up. I take about anywhere from 500 to 1,000 depending on my needs. And you definitely want to acclimate yourself. The other way that you can get that magnesium into your body is by doing an Epsom salt bath. So Epsom salts are great sources of magnesium. You dump those in a bath or you can do just a foot soak and your feet are the most porous part of your body. So they'll actually absorb through your feet and you'll get the effects of it that way too. I just don't really like baths, not a bath person. So if you are, great. And if not, you're like me. It could even be helpful to do like a drop of lavender in a foot soak with the Epsom salts to get that calming sensation from it. The next one is, and these I have never used, so I don't know much about them, but these were on the website that I was resourcing. Passionflower, glycine, tryptophan, and ginkgo biloba, which I feel like ginkgo biloba has been around for so long, and I always think of it as a memory 
helper. But I didn't really think of it as a sleep aid, but apparently it is. So those are the natural supplements that you can get to use to help improve your sleep. Number nine, journal, meditate, and pray. These three calming activities can help, especially if you struggle with crazy brain syndrome, which (laughs) that's the uh, actual clinical definition of it, is when you just can't sleep and your mind is racing or you're having thoughts or ideas, especially if you work a lot or if you're creating something or if you're in a stressful situation, your brain just seems to go nuts. Writing things down before you go to bed can be super helpful. One of my clients in this, the Captivatingly Confident small group said that she would just wake up and think of all the things that she didn't do. Did she lock the front door? Did she pack her kids lunch? Did she lock the car door? And just like her mind would race with thoughts about this. And so we had her write down the things that she would normally think of and to do a checklist before bed. And that seemed to help a lot, a lot for her. But if you have issues with just racing thoughts, it can be so good to spend like five or 10 minutes just brain dumping, getting it out of your head and onto paper so that that way you're not worried about it. And if you, you know, maybe you forget one night and you go to bed and your mind starts racing, get up, leave your room, turn on as little light as possible, journal it out and then go back to bed. These are the best ways to get your mind calm, get all of those anxious thoughts and to-dos out of your brain so that you can actually sleep. And meditating is amazing for any and all things. And if you want to, you can even pray and just spend some time reflecting on things that you're grateful for, positivity, all of that. And the last one is do bedtime yoga to improve circulation, increase breathing, and calm your nervous system. One of my favorite yogis is Adrian, or Yoga with Adrian is how you can find her on YouTube. She has like 2 million subscribers to her YouTube channel. She's amazing. She's super down to earth and has some really great bedtime routines that are just like five minutes long and it's just some basic stretching and so good to just like relax muscles to really put the emphasis back on your breathing and help you get ready for bed. So those are some of my favorite ways to increase the quality of your sleep. If you have others that you've tried that you think these work really well and Kim didn't mention these, pop over to the Facebook group and share with us because I think all of us can use a boost in our sleep. So kimludeman.com, that's the Facebook group. Join, introduce yourself and share your sleep tips because we want to hear what works for you. And if you have questions about any of these, feel free to send me a message, kim at captivatinglyconfident.com. I know it's a lot to type, but there it is. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. And you can also, again, find the notes, which have all of the links for the products that I mentioned in the, the, the episode post for this. You can find that at captivatinglyconfident.com backslash podcast. All of the podcast episodes are uploaded there, so you can check that out. And oh, I also wanted to announce two more things really quick before we go. Number one is that 
This podcast is now available on Stitcher. So for my Android friends, now you can subscribe and listen without having to go onto your computer to listen and find it. So that's exciting news number one. Second is this, I have a workshop coming up. It's an in-person workshop here in Portland, Oregon, and that is going to be November 4th, which is a Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. And we are going to talk about weighing yourself, hiding behind your body weight, and how to move past needing not only a scale, but other kind of diet culture markers of success. So like baggy clothes or circumference measurements, body fat percentage, all BMI. We're going to talk about all of those and how those are not serving you and what to do instead and how to find non-scale related victories in your life that'll help move you on your journey to feeling more confident in your choices. So I'm so excited. The The cost of that is $25 to reserve your spot, and there are 15 spots available right now, so make sure you check that out. You can find information about that on the website, captivatinglyconfident.com backslash no more waiting, and that's wait, like (laughs) W-E-I-G-H-T-I-N-G. Yeah, you can find more information there, or again, feel free to email me reach out in the Facebook group. If you're on my newsletter, you're going to get that information this week as well. I only email once a week on Sundays. That is my email time. So make sure that you head over to captivatinglyconfident.com, sign up for the email list. As a reward for signing up for that, you're going to get my Beyond Balanced Guide, which is an introductory guide to being captivatingly confident. And it covers movement, exercise, and self-care. So you can tackle one section at a time or you can go and take on the whole thing. It is amazing and super helpful. So thank you so much, you guys. Here is to you and to getting a good night's sleep. I'll see you next time.